friends? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to Even More Cues. Mm. The space for you to Twos. be bewoo us with your Perfect. question. Yeah, Twos. to bewoo us with your question. Mm. I'm Katie. Hi, Katie. I'm Cody. Hi, Cody. So nice to meet you. Oh, it's so nice to meet time. you too. And Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Katie Jonathan. and Cody. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Hello. We had such a nice conversation going for a solid half hour before actually Indeed. hitting record. Second we hit record, stilted, awkward. Oh, I disagree. I think this is going well. And yeah, you do? Oh. naturally flowing of the words. Naturally flowing of the words. Mm -hmm. That's how we do it here, folks. We have questions posted by you guys, and we're going to answer them. As we've done before, and as we, we will continue to do in the future as well. And we will. Unless mm -hmm. this one goes disastrously, I guess. Uh, Something geez. awful happens. What? Ah, uh, jeez. We're not even entertaining that thought. I mean, I, I am. <laughs> what if it's a disaster? What if the computer explodes? Katie, what if the, what if the computer explodes? I'd get a new one. Good. Yeah. Delete it. <laughs> See, you're a uh, practical problem solver. Yeah. All right. You guys, I got something to tell you. What? I have the cues, and I'm ready to read them to use. Oh, oh have you been sitting on that there one? There it is. There it is. It's back. It will uh, every week. Not every, not every week. <laughs> every you should, you should say it every every single episode, no matter <laughs> yeah. what. I, yeah, I should do it. Uh, then be like, oh, Trump and Elon Musk yeah. uh, kissed on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> if whatever. you wanted oh, to be hardcore, some more news. You want to go hardcore, full on, mm -hmm. you'd get it tattooed right on your body. That's that right. Phrase. We're going hardcore. We're going hardcore around here, folks. We take cues from business professionals mm -hmm. for the smartest of the elite. Mm -hmm. Fancy boys. And then we throw them away. And we throw them away. And answer real people's questions. Okie doke. Questions. Questions? Okay, go. Okay. Okay. Crisis asks, what is the most memorable Christmas gift you ever received? Okay. Well, I'm just jumping right in here. <laughs> you said, okay, go. <laughs> no, it was good. I, I, so I'm doing this while jumping around on treadmills. Exactly. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I, thank you, please. I was l looking for a way for my... I was trying to find a okay, go pun, and I lost it. I never had it. Um, but I did have an immediate answer to this question. Christmas has always been a big deal in my family. My grandma was born on Christmas, so we always celebrated. She grew up celebrating Christmas Eve. It's a big thing. My mom grew up with it. Special, magical. She goes above and beyond, when, especially when there's like kids around. And, you know, she would get really crafty, whatever she could. So she, she found this like old dollhouse, and she refurbished it when I was a little girl and she made it all sweet and cute and she bought tons of little you know we used to do that we'd go to like little stores and find thrift stores and find old miniatures and stuff it was a fun project for us to do together and so she found this beautiful old like looked like the gone with the wind plantation kind of like this this thing and she had painted it fresh and she strung those tiny little white lights all around it to make it all looked at lit up for Christmas and so when I came down in that morning and I was maybe five, it was so magical because it was still kind of dark out and she had already lit the fire. She really knew how to create a vibe, man. She still does. She's, she's still with us. Anyway, that's my answer. That's lovely. Yeah. 
My answer's less lovely. I don't know. Some toys. I shouldn't have gone first. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Uh, well, so, I mean, I, I feel like there's probably, like, a year where, like, my siblings and I got, like, Aquanaut Legos, and it was like, oh, we're gonna, this is our, our playtime, and we would fill the room with them and make little towns and stuff. So that's always fun, because it was less like, oh, I got this gift, and it was more like, oh, this activity with my family was like, that's why I, like, we don't do, we're not, like, big on gift stuff, it's more just the... Uh, well, see, the activity time that's of year. actually much better, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, no, well, it's that. I mean, that's I mean, the other side of this is like there was we'd be a little spoiled by it. You know, it was so fun for the sure. adults. But like then there's the the meltdowns and you lose sight. It took, you right. know, it, it you have to get a little bit older to gain the perspective of what the holiday is actually about and what actually is important. Mm -hmm. So to me, Gifts have become uh, the center spotlight and we live in this consumerist society that really pushes the idea of Christmas and like it can be stressful. But the best gifts should just be thoughtful or small. And the best gift is spending time with your family. You, I know that's not that's not what I was trying to say. It's nice that you have a cute little story about like a thing like it's it, it's, a, it's a magical moment that you had. I just like don't have you know, that, that sort of relationship with the holiday necessarily. Although I was going to say that like a memorable, like not like, oh, this like moment in Christmas or like this activity win or this sort of trip experience uh, was from your mother, um, yeah. who uh, my first <laughs> Christmas there, I'd like, I think I just met them. I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah. Right. It was that. Uh, and uh, she got me a PS3 and it was like, well, it, I, I was like a used PS3 from well, your nephew, right? Yeah. Is what you yeah, were going to say. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not trying to detract from that. I just want to clarify that she didn't, but that's, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, I'm not that's saying, her. oh, she bought me a cup, but like, but it was still just like, it blew, I was not expecting anything near that. I was like, I'm going to hear, this like, is actually give me a little, a little bit stuff. sweeter story than that, which is that my mom says, Aiden and I, Aiden is my nephew. Mm -hmm. My little nephew goes, Aiden and I were thinking maybe we would, we should give Cody his old PS3. And that's what's extra touching. It was, <laughs> like, it was like, it really touched me. It was, uh, it was like so thoughtful and it was overwhelming when I received it yeah. at the time. Cause I was just like not expecting anything like that. And it felt, made me feel very welcome and loved. And I really appreciate that. Mission accomplished. Yeah. No, she really likes it. It's like, yeah, we, we get caught up in some consumerism culturally in my family uh around christmas time but it really is done with love you know first and foremost and there's a lot of gratitude and yeah it wasn't like i wasn't like clamoring for a ps3 it was just no like, of course you were like the idea and the thought of it was like it very very strongly touched me yeah. and um oh i'm gonna tell her you said that uh please do um, also still come visit me. i was gonna invite you to thanksgiving but you've got plans oh, that's nice yeah <laughs> you guys can Thank come you, to though. Christmas. I, appreciate it. <laughs> sure. I got I got to make my going out, out to the to Ohio for Christmas. Yay. Oh yeah, I said I said it like miserably, but like no no, I look forward to it greatly. No, but you, the re, I, I'll add context without giving too much information, which is just I know that you've had some hellish Christmas oh, commutes. Oh god. <laughs> like yeah. like unbelievably bad luck. 
diversions and delays and hotels and missing not missing flights but canceled flights and it's always a slog and not being able to get on flights that weren't canceled uh it was hell last year was hell this year will be probably smoother all right another question another question marissa lopez asks which holiday songs make you the happiest Mm. Mm, love Mm. Mm. (laughs) honestly it's hard to go wrong with all i want for christmas is you yeah and simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Mm. What are some other good ones? I think we differ on that, but um, I uh, oh on uh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. You don't like time. it. We'll we'll get we'll get to that. I think there is a question about that. Okay, I'll ask that sub question after you say. Let's your, put yeah. a pin in that one. Yeah, all I want for Christmas is you. I think is uh, still like I know people are like oh mm. this is not just is playing everywhere in in no, October. It's no, it's awesome. It's kicks ass. It's like, fucking I amazing. I honestly think Christmas it's appropriate song. any time of the year. Uh, <laughs> it uses the Christmas chord effectively. It's got all kinds of stuff going on. And I think I I really like the classics. I think like you yeah. know like a Silent Night is beautiful. Um, and what you got? Haunting. Uh, yeah, you got White Christmas. Uh, there's another one. So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna throw out a. Wait, what was the exact wording of this question? I'm not seeing it right now. Which holiday songs make you the happiest? So the happiest. That's the thing. Mm, okay, I'm gonna elaborate yeah. here. Lots of the Christmas music. Good Christmas music is special because it evokes deep feelings and nostalgia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on Christmas Eve, yeah, I like A Silent Night. Mm -hmm. I like that, um, like any of those more morose ones, beautiful, reflective. Mm -hmm. But for this season, I did a little sassy snap. Mm -hmm. I want Mm -hmm. something that's pepping me up, that's Mm -hmm. carrying me through present wrapping. That's like, we got holiday parties. We're we're going out. And then you so gotta put I'm on gonna... Mannheim Steamroller performing all Mannheim. the classic holiday songs. There you gotta we get go. fucking amped. Yep. That's, Bob that's Dylan must it. be Santa. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Rock it around the Christmas tree. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Jingle I, Bell Rock. In my, in my head, I can, yeah, you're, you're dancing around and getting, you're getting Absolutely. In fact, I should just, maybe I'll film that as my Patreon bonus. I'll give you, I'll do a Christmas dance for you guys. Mm. <laughs> give the people what they Excellent. want. Well, because rocking around the Christmas tree makes me think of Home Alone. Yeah. Because that's where he dances with all of the uh-huh. posters and yeah. dolls. A lot and of my everything. life choices have been modeled after Kevin McAllister. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Friend of the show. Friend of the, the show. Ma- the Mac. Kevin McAllister. Alternate version of Cody. Tootsa, bootsa, lootsa. It's me, Dr. Paincoat, the holiday gnome. You know me, and boy, traveling around the world in a single day to leave needles in everyone's jackets is a lot of work. Not to mention having to take care of my flying iguanas and helper donkeys. That's why I drink AG1 by Athletic Greens. AG1 is a way to get all of your daily vitamins without having to swallow a bunch of pesky capsules. Instead, they bring comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition in the form of a single green drink. Green is the most festive color, of course. That's the color of my magic chest hair that ejects the needles into my palm. Just one tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. It's keto and vegan and paleo and only has one gram of sugar. So check it out. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash more news today. Again, 
Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash more news to take control of your health and give AG1 a try. Tootsa bootsa lootsa. Dig your fingies in my pain fingies. <laughs> so that, that, that sub question was from Dan Benningfield. Wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney or Happy Christmas War is Over by John Lennon. So like... We got into this a little bit at the shoot this week. Mm -hmm, Happy mm -hmm. Christmas war is over. Happy Xmas, actually. Yeah, that's what I typed. Okay. Just making sure. I'll change it on the top. So I'm going to just read this <laughs> out loud before we have this conversation. The lyrics mm -hmm. to Merry Xmas, parentheses, war is over mm -hmm. by our buddy. I, look, I love John Lennon, favorite Beatle for sure, except for some of the abuse stuff. Mm. Um, but here are the lyrics to Happy Xmas War is Over. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over? Another one just befun begun? And so this is Christmas. I hope you have fun. Well, so... if you read it like that... <laughs> we have a wonderful Christmas like too time. Much? It's a little too much. A very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Let's hope it's a good one without any fear. If you read it like... Uh -huh, yeah, Merry, no, you're Merry, right. It's Merry, all Merry in the performance. Yeah. I can give that. Ooh, and so this is Christmas. Ooh. It's not a bad song. I like it. I'm honestly just picking a hill to die on right now. But it just doesn't actually get in and feel like a Christmas song. Totally, it I understand that. It feels like yeah. a protest song or something. Mm. And not that it's bad. I understand. Um, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I so definitely... this is Christmas. What have you done? So this is Christmas. Um, yeah, you know, there's definitely a tone uh, like, that... Out of the gate. You're starting with that. Yeah. Or, or alternatively, so this is Christmas. You know, like that's nice. That's a nice what little. What have you done? Like, so this is. And what have you done? Another year over, and a new one just begun. You know, Our, it's, it's yeah. But the song is like "Merry Christmas." Also, "Merry Xmas." War is over. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I think it's. I mean, personally, like I definitely understand what you're saying, and it definitely feels like. All right, this is like a little bit like of a downer, and like let's a bit hope a, it's a good one. Yeah, but I also find. Simply having or Christmas time a bit obnoxious. And I know that's yeah. like a boring opinion to have about the song, but I still think so about it. Well, um, I guess I shouldn't have said that it's a favorite because it, it gets old. Cool. That's cool. Very that's fast. Chill. And then you hear it everywhere. So I'll give you that. Also, the thing about Paul McCartney is that he's a corny fella chap. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Lad. He's a corny lad. He's a corny lad. And Christmas music is a little corny. So mm -hmm. it does feel like the format was made for him. Does that make sense? Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's totally. It's like a spot um, for him to shine. Yeah. It's like uh, like we're talking, you know, Ringo, uh, I think is at his best. When he's, he's like novelty songs and like country songs, right? He's got the voice for it. Just do that. And Paul similarly, although Paul obviously has a much wider range of songwriting ability and performance ability, but yeah, he's corny. Yeah. He's going to do his little granny music, as John called it, you know, his like Martha My Dears, his <laughs> um, his honey pies and so on. Martha My Dear. Uh, oh, that kind of boy. stuff. What a forgettable his song. His Obladies, His Oblasda, exactly. So that problem, I know, um, it's frustrating because it's like Oblady Oblada is a catchy song that I like. But it's tough 
because you sing along and you're mm. saying oh blah dee oh blah da mm. well that's goes the thing on, you know but that's also you know that's uh mostly that's often where he shines yeah uh, exactly. some gibberish stuff or like just this phrase over and over simply having a wonderful christmas time you know Although what? I will he say, would do a great kids album oh yeah uh he should do a kids album with the movie giants who have done several kids albums someone um get paul and they might be giants together for us please. do it did um, george ever also, do a christmas if you were to... thing oh i don't know if he did um got my mind set on you is about uh santa <laughs> <laughs> oh it's uh, it's gonna uh, take a lot of money to get all those gifts uh-huh uh ding dong ding dong to do it right ding dong ding dong all right yeah. we gotta play it ring out the old ring in the new and so on although i will say so like if you're you know to your point about uh war is over you know you could do the same for for wonderful christmas time you can do oh the mood is right oh the let's spirit's see. up let's see oh we're no, here tonight that's and that's different. tonight that's enough that's so fucking different <laughs> i know that's so different uh, I just, I, I just don't know that war needs to be mentioned in any Christmas song. Eh. Well, you know, let alone to... in the title. <laughs> uh, I mean, isn't uh, aren't there other Christmas songs about war, or are these Christmas songs that like are associated with war? The war on Christmas. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I think I'm just thinking of like uh, store, like old stories about Silent Night being sung during uh, uh, Christmas time in war. Yeah, that. Oh, like I'm when they sure took the day I'm off. Sure they, they took, yeah, they sang it. I'm back sure and forth people and sung. Have the people have sung Christmas songs through a great many tragic events? Yeah, as long as the tragic events fell aren't mentioned in, in the songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do another question. Let's bounce to uh, let's bounce to some food stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what is your go-to holiday celebration meal? Meal. Uh, that's uh, tough. I think there's a lot of ways like to food. take that. Um. Yeah. There are a lot of ways. Well. So like for. My family would always do uh like a ham for Christmas dinner usually. That was like one of the meals. Um, and I don't I haven't eaten like pig pork products probably for like eight years or so. So that's not in the cards for me anymore. And a lot of like yeah, just like family recipe stuff. There's like lasagna that's made and things like that. But again, I'm always I always sort of come back to like I don't know whatever we eat together during that time. That's what makes the the Christmas time feeling. Although now, so <laughs> I get a hankering for a uh, shrimp cocktail. Yeah. During Christmas time, uh, when I'm with family, and so now, uh, pretty much every single time, my sister and I will get specifically go to the grocery store to get wine and shrimp cocktail. Yeah, that's a whole. There you go. That's the one. So there you go. Yeah. Katie, before you answer, I yeah. want to add some other food-related questions in this, so you can sure, yeah. hit them all at once. First of all, that first question was from Draylen Dragon Fox. I didn't say, and then. Uh, they also ask eggnog, yes or no. And then Andrew Stanworthy asks, what's your favorite oh. Thanksgiving side dish? And I figured mm. you could just add holiday side dishes okay. to all mm. of this. Yeah. Mm. All right. This is a lot of ground to cover. First off, go to holiday ce celebration meal. Ugh, gosh, just singing my mother's praises. My mom <laughs> was, had a catering company for my whole life. And uh, so she, <laughs> another thing, just events, we all, she likes to put on a... But it would change. Yeah. So like she would try do the special change the menu for the holiday party we would always have every year with our close family friends and their kids and whatnot. But what stands out to me. OK, first, sugar cookies, mm -hmm. sugar cookies, 
dipped oh, yeah, in white cookies. chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, that is a staple. But on Christmas morning, she always makes a uh, frittata and mimosas and hot chocolate. And we just have, and she usually gets like cinnamon rolls too. And mm-hmm. so you have this like pretty cozy, decadent breakfast while you're opening your stockings and stuff. That's nice. Um, oh, okay. my God. makes Eggnog- a. A uh, specific uh, French toast yeah. uh, in the morning as well. It's delicious, and my mom has like you know the Christmas cookies. Every like everybody has those. Yeah, little treats. Oh my little treats. Eggnog. I've never had eggnog. Woo. I'll try it sometime. I don't think I have either. Um, I had a little bit of a eggnog so type thick. liqueur mixer sort of thing recently, which was fine in like a hot chocolatey deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a pump of syrup or something. But, yeah, but like I haven't. Uh, it was like a bottle like with like it's like alcoholic sort of eggnoggy kind of thing. But I've never had like there's a glass of eggnog because a egg is in the name. The name <laughs> and the concept that I'm basing off of the name they have alcohol it's just in them, disgusting right? to me you can get it with or without uh yeah you can, sure put yeah. You can, you can put alcohol yeah you can put you can put alcohol in anything actually put alcohol in anything there i haven't pick, tasted pick something it. name something name anything salad you can put alcohol in salad okay you can <laughs> tell me you can't tell me you can't i mean i'm taking so a stand. you're gonna eat your alcohol or dip it in like a like a dressing what you know you're gonna yeah, eat dressing. Okay. A dressing, a boozy a dressing. vinaigrette, a boozy yeah. vinaigrette, exactly. Favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Balsamic um, vinaigrette. I I think my favorite Thanksgiving side dish is probably stuffing hmm. or mashed potatoes mm, or mushroom mm. gravy. I don't eat normal <laughs> gravy, but all of them together is the perfect bite. But mm. ugh, fuck, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm not like I I always enjoy like Thanksgiving meal stuff, but Peas. it's not like. I'm never like, oh fuck yeah, we got this. We I got the we got the mashed potatoes. We got this stuff. We, like it's not like there's nothing about uh, any specific like traditionally Thanksgiving style food that I'm like I fucking love this shit. Um, cranberry sauce is pretty good, I will say. Ew, Cody. But, uh, all right. Um, <laughs> Said but... like a le- you st- you don't watch Shit's Creek. Ew, no, David. I no, I don't know what you're talking about. Also. I had something else to say, and then it left my mind because now I'm just thinking about Shit's Creek, a show I've never seen. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm thinking about trying to do a Jennifer Coolidge impression, which mm. has nothing to do with Shit's Creek. But mm. all right, I'm gonna move on to the next <laughs> question. And if but if you think yeah. of it, shout it out. You got just it. Shout it out. Hell yeah. Bingo Frog asks: In the Nightmare Before Christmas, we see several trees with doorways into various holiday worlds. The movie only takes us inside Christmas and Halloween worlds. But there are also doors for Easter, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, St. Patrick's, and Valentine's. Which of these holiday worlds would you mm. most like to visit? That's a good question. I got two answers because I think Valentine's Day would be I very interesting so. and probably extremely horny. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what the representation of that would be. But also, so there's like rules that I think would need to be defined to really answer this effectively because like thanksgiving obviously is a holiday uh built on (laughs) genocide and you know we know thanksgiving but the idea behind thanksgiving that we say that it is is like a, a wonderful idea you're grateful uh you share you share that gratitude you share you share food with everybody in your life and they're like the idea of it is very nice so like 
maybe the expression of that through this door would only be that or would it include like you know does it like does it does it incorporate the the start of the holiday does it incorporate all all the history of the holiday does the christmas world incorporate you know is is the is like the official drink of that world coca-cola you know is it like <laughs> it, it, they never they never get into that so it's hard it's a little hard to answer i think but um yeah. i would say thanksgiving or valentine's day um for the horniness i'd go valentine's day or maybe some saint patrick's yeah but also valentine's day is horniness. mostly love it is like love based so it might not be horny at all it might just be like a very romantic place and that might be nauseating uh if it's too much flag day is just a maga rally that's the I thing bet. there's like flag day like oh like saint patrick's day sounds like hell uh fourth of july sounds like hell Although there's somewhere it's like Fourth of July could be really fun because it's like just chaos. But then again, it's like after, you know, 20 minutes, maybe you're going to get be cool. exploded. Um, Easter could be cool. Arbor Day would be nice. Just a bunch of oh, like, yeah. that would be very calming. Probably a lot Earth of just, like, day would be like Avatar. Be really planting you know, trees. Yeah. yeah. National Lush. Sibling Day. So Ooh, your siblings is everybody pet. or is just you celebrate your siblings? National Pet Day. National Pet well, Day. Right. If, if we're talking, there have to be different towns. For all of the holidays that we talk about right. on this show, then you just go into you go through a door and a tree in a forest, and it's just Vichy Swaz all Vichy over the place. Vichy Day, National Pumpkin I don't want Pie that. Day. I really yeah, don't want that. Really I don't that. want. No one wants that. We don't need a a, a leek soup, <laughs> a cold leek soup. But I will. I think. I think I do want to adjust my answer to just say I think Arbor Day or Earth Day because I think that would be very relaxing and beautiful. All right. Hopefully. Again, it's like, I don't know the rules exactly of the doors, like what's being expressed, what's being mm -hmm. suppressed. I don't know. They need to make a sequel and really explore, explore this. <laughs> Dig into that. Make a really, make a really bad sequel that nobody actually watches. Julie Scott asks, if your parents have questionable morals, but you don't want to get cut out of the will because then all the generational wealth will go to your kiss-up sister, so you smile and nod at family gatherings, does that make you a bad person? <laughs> asking for a friend no no you're fine i mean if the if if like that's dependent on like you not disagreeing with them or like being you know true to yourself then like fuck it do what you gotta my do <laughs> my, yeah my perspective is is like well also so i mean this is obviously like you know doesn't mean you're a bad person and also i don't know what questionable morals means you know there are some definitions and some details that I think would help elucidate this a bit. They're still your parents. <laughs> they're still your parents. But like, you know, if, if like they're like requiring their children to suck up to them for their exactly. inheritance, like, I don't know. We're, there's, there's a certain amount of, re this is like phrased funny and we had our initial reactions, but there's a certain amount of reading between the lines and like making an, a guess as to what your situation mm. is. And, you know, if it matters to your parents so much that you follow their will or agree with them on everything so much that they would cut you out of uh, their will, something that we all recognize is something, you know, a, a, is a very helpful thing navigating the world that's coming. You know, it, it, I, I don't personally see there, there's anything wrong with making a choice that suits you. However, um, also they're your parents and uh, you probably love them. And that yeah, right. doesn't make you a bad person. <laughs> Having parents that have questionable morals doesn't make you a bad person. 
you know are there are those questionable morals leaking into what you do like is it is it smiling and nodding or is it like well they're requiring you to do this terrible action that hurts people like is is the smiling and nodding hurting anybody it does i think depend on what questionable morals oh wait they're asking for a friend so it's not them well (laughs) their friend is like one of the characters in succession i think yeah right (laughs) it's gonna all go to shiv i can't let that happen And it's like, yeah, uh, Logan Roy does have questionable morals. Does. That is one way to say it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's also exactly. like, what do you plan on doing with uh, inherit the inheritance and the generational wealth? <laughs> like, that's another question. Apes Aplenty asks, you guys rag on Biden a lot, despite him passing a lot of progressive policies that even Obama couldn't or wouldn't do. What would Biden have to do to be considered worth voting for in 2024? Retire. Run against a Republican. <laughs> Run against a Republican. Yeah. You know, I mean, worth voting is another phrase. I'm like, well, what do you mean worth voting for? Uh, I think it's worth voting for somebody uh, if the other guy's worse. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, uh, maybe not so much on the podcast. um, Maybe we focus on other things, but like on like some more news, I feel like we do try to give him credit when it's due and talk about things that he's done or his administration is moving towards, uh, while also, you know, with a grain of salt kind of thing. There are elements, like even like the the weed uh, news recently, it's like, oh, that's really cool, that's good, it's good that that's a move, but also knowing like it doesn't actually affect a lot of people, and it's not, you know, um, affecting like illegal immigrants and things like that, and uh, the number of people it actually helps is uh, low compared to what he could be doing, and then things like that, I think it's important to give context and you know a measured uh read of it just because a lot of stuff also turns out to not be as spectacular as it seems on the surface Mm -hmm. but i do think we we do try to give him credit where it's due um and acknowledge like even in our episode about like whenever we talk about like drone strikes we're like well yeah the number's down it's weird that he's not bragging about that and he's not like making it a thing of like you know we're reducing the number of drone strikes because that to me tells me that maybe he doesn't think it's like necessarily like something something to brag about but like you know i don't know so like acknowledging that that's the the case but yeah so this is interesting question i think rag on biden is also it we have to be able to acknowledge and call out the things that we don't like you know, uh, point taken. Um, I do think we try to, but I think in terms of like what he could do to make it worth it, again, like worth it is like, well, I don't know what's worth it. Is it worth it to make sure the other guy doesn't win? Is it worth it to, you know, do what promises is he making? You know, um, what is his 2024 campaign based off of? Is it just, is it like moving forward with things we've been doing? Is it like, so, you know, I don't know. Like you said, there's a lot of stuff that he's done that on paper at first blush are good. But then when you look at it a little bit closer, you're like, oh, that was mostly just, you know, flourish or something Mm -hmm. like, you know, with with the weed convictions. And right now, you know, I personally, as as excited as I am about student loan debt relief, um, I kind of feel like there was a missed opportunity for a bigger conversation. And right now that's held up, Mm. you know, and I, I think that that might. It's not that I think Biden is um, doing everything wrong. It's that I'm, I think somebody else could have done things better. And I think that he is, he feels like a vulnerable candidate still. 
to me because what I hear and see is frustration with him on all sides. I don't think that we made progress in um, the midterms in the way that we did because of Biden. I think we did that, you know, irregardless of Biden. Yeah, it's kind of in spite of him. And that the stuff that's happening, the gestures are kind of because people have been pushing and asking for these kinds of things and because he knows that he has to play to a certain side of this base in order to keep us, um, just to keep us, you know, Mm. but it does kind of feel like the bare minimum to me and maybe that's not fair. But again, I'm not saying he's terrible. And like Cody said, I mean, like the worst, he's not Donald Trump. And mm. so what would he have to do to be considered worth voting for in 2024? Be the candidate mm. that I have to vote for, right. you know, <laughs> I, I mean, it, and I don't think it's quite fair. I think that we can, we can make jokes on the podcast and stuff, but you're right. And maybe we can be more mindful of that, but I don't know that we're that unfair, especially if, if you look at the, the scope of our work and not between the channel as well you know we give him credit where it's due yeah, i mean even the most we, recent episode that went up there's yeah. a whole like the last third of it is about his administration and their sort of antitrust moves but i i also just want to say that just about any politician or president i don't like even if bernie sanders was president i think it would be very important for us to have these kinds of conversations because you mean even I, when I, bernie sanders is president when but uh I just don't think that we should ever trust them <laughs> completely. And they will always do things that we don't necessarily agree with. Yeah, of course. End of answer. Uh, let's end on a, um, another holiday one. And it's kind of open-ended. So Gretchen Hints asks, what's your favorite holiday traditions? Mm. Mm. Mm, good question. I will simply start talking and hope that I land on something. Because uh, who doesn't love the holidays and traditions? I just kind of feel like I've set uh, them all. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we've, we, I feel like we have covered some of them. Um, and yeah, it's like certain meals, certain um, I guess get-together activities. Um, I don't know. Like when when I'm with my family for the holidays, it's not necessarily like yeah, they're like uh, places we'll go to. Like oh, we'll go to get um, a burger from like this restaurant we like or whatever. But um, it's mostly just yeah. like yeah, we put on music and we hang out all day maybe there's like the you know let's watch this movie we used to watch or something like that for example i was talking about this last night the christmas toy i believe is what it's called i don't know if anyone knows this but or of this or like if many people do it's a jim henson movie from the 80s and it's basically toy story uh it is toys uh come alive when you're not in the room with them when you uh leave the room they come to life when you enter the room they like play they play toy sounds cute it's it's very cute um and then the children in the story who don't really see much of are uh they get a there's a new toy and it's like a space toy it's like a uh, like a, a perceived to be evil space toy and they have to deal with that crisis of like uh, getting along with it and teaching it that it's a toy and all this sort of stuff. It's just Toy Story, um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's Jim Henson and it's cute. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like we'll watch the watch, put some things on, watch home movies sometimes. Not the show, uh, but like the thing, the home movies of the family. But yeah, it's mostly just uh, a lot of being in the same space together and going on walks and stuff like that. The Christmas toy is on uh, Prime Video and is Canopy. It? If nice. anyone's interested. 
I have not watched it since I was a little kid. So mm-hmm. your so you do so you do know. Okay, I, yeah. I have seen this. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a uh, it's uh it's cute. The little mouse. Ah, the little mouse. So Feels cute. like Toy Story kind of ripped off a story about oh, toys. No, no question. Yeah, no doubt. Um, <laughs> and improved no on it. Like Toy sure, Story sure, sure. is fairly Toy Story, flawless. Toy Story is but... great. Great film. Uh, movie, whatever you want to call it. But it definitely is just this movie. Well, I'll have to check that one out. Woody, Woody is Rugby the Tiger. Also, Kermit introduces it hmm. in a little Santa hat. I think that sounds really fun. It is. My favorite tradition. I don't know. I like. <laughs> That's it. End of, end of answer. <laughs> I mean, I definitely like holiday parties with friends. There's just in general, that's the season of that, of just, you know, but I, I think in terms of my family and Christmas specifically, when we were still in the Bay Area, you know, there's, there's areas that have Christmas tree lanes, your cities mm-hmm. might have similar things, LA does too, but that would be a fun thing with my family or even just driving around the like rich people's neighborhoods and seeing what lights mm-hmm. they put up on their mansions. Yeah. And then we'd like talk shit. Like, Damn, ugh, that's right. That's tacky. Mm-hmm, All mm-hmm. that money, and you did that with it, you know. <laughs> I look forward to that. Yeah, that is fun. Okay, that is it for us this month Ooh. on Even More Q's Holiday uh, Edition. We love you so very much. much. We're so grateful Full. for <laughs> your support. And the community you've built. I am going to do something serious right now, Cody, which is with everything that's going on. (laughs) You may continue. I like spooked a sneeze out of you. (laughs) Um, Just with everything that's going on and Twitter and like, it's, I feel like comforted knowing that there's this community of people here that, um, you know, shares our values. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I I, I was thinking about, that uh, sort of last night, like, I don't think Twitter's like dead or whatever. We, no, that's a whole other conversation. Um, but seeing sort of this outpouring was really, is kind of neat. And just th- out thinking like, well, if it does, if it is dead, which is not, that would be sad. Um, I, everybody, uh, it's nice to have yeah, the community of like pals and stuff with their little, our little jokes online, you know, and <laughs> with uh, their little jokes and facts. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with you completely. You do. Hey, my point. Aww. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I think that does it for us today on this holiday edition of Even More Cues. We're going to dip out for a bit. Mm. Spend some time with the fam. Malie. Malie, even. Mm. And we're going to be back in a couple weeks. Weeks. Uh, I hope you have, hope. have a happy, happy holiday, holiday, however, however you, you celebrate, celebrate it. it. And, and please remember that, remember that we love you very much. Much.